I'm Priscilla McKinney, CEO and Mama Bird here at Little Bird Marketing. You're listening to Flock Stars, the Ponderings from the Perch mini-series where we talk to stars who are part of our flock. In this season of Flock Stars, we're showcasing amazing women who attended the 2019 Women in Research Executive Retreat. You'll hear from these market research powerhouses in short, bite-sized interviews. They're smart, they're fun, and I know you're going to love it. Bryn Moore is a good friend of mine at Trusted Talent. So if you need someone amazing for the next job at MR, or you are that next amazing person, you have to call Bryn. And you could also check her out on a previous podcast episode where I interviewed her. But one of the interesting things, Bryn, is that you spend all year long planning Wire Exec Retreat. And in fact, it was, uh, you know, partially your idea to even have this event. So tell me why you're willing to spend this much time volunteering and pouring into everybody else here. Thank you so much, Priscilla. And thank you for being part of Wire Exec. Um, you're one of the reasons that I'm here, you and all the women that come and join and participate, because we have such a vibrant community of market researchers women in particular at the executive level, and um, being able to meet with them, interact with them, and learn from them is the reason that it makes it so, so much fun and so rewarding to be a part of this. Well, you say learn from people, but also also you're teaching a lot of people because you've been a mentor in the WIRE program. So tell me about, uh, you know, what your experience has been being a mentor and, you know, what you recommend. So being a mentor is, is, is almost being selfish because it's rewarding for me to see somebody that is a mentee uh, thrive. And if there's something that I can do to contribute with that, um, it just is a, is a very rewarding experience. And WIRE offers this ability for women to come together and try and find ways to work together and learn more from each other. So it's a learning that goes both ways. Isn't it so interesting that in some ways, supposedly so many people in that room are competitors and yet there's not a single like feeling of competition all week long? Absolutely. And it's, um, it's really something that we should do more of as an industry because at the end of the day, what we're really trying to do is to help consumers with better products through our research. I'm here with Natasha Stevens, and she is the EVP of strategy at GFK. And so, uh, Natasha, this is the second year I've gotten to sit around and talk with you about uh, what's going on in the industry and, and also what's going on with you as a leader. But my specific question for you is, you know, you work for GFK. You're a, a giant in this industry. And I'm wondering what your perspective is coming into this room. There was 50 women there. And uh, in some ways so many in that room are competitors. And, you know, you work for one of the big giants in there. What is your perspective on walking in there and really finding a place when none of us are in any way in an active competition mode? We're all actually in there really collaborating for the week. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, so I am just so honored to be part of Wire Exact and for this to be my second year. And it's so inspirational for me. I mean, to me, what helps me grow and what gives me perspective is to get out of my comfort zone and be with women who are doing different things than me, who have taken different paths in their career. And what my experience has been is that I'm so inspired by all the women that I meet in Women in Research because they've taken a different career path. They've taken a very entrepreneurial 
career path, which I have a lot of respect for. It's different than my path. But what it does is it challenges me from an outside-in perspective to think about my role, what I can do, and how I can impact change within a very large organization. So I'm a person that tends to draw inspiration from people who are doing different things than me and that have made different decisions than me. And I think, you know, again, I'm, I'm a very, very open person. I, you know, I think why it's been helpful for me as well, in all honesty, is that the first year I came to Wire Exec, I, I can say that, you know, I did feel a little less than in a way, right? Because I'm like, wow, like, look at all these, you know, a lot of the women here have started their own companies, they've started their own boutique firms, like, well, why, why didn't I want to do that? And it allowed me to become more comfortable with myself saying, you know what, that's okay. Like, you're a person who's chosen to work at a, I, I've worked at small companies, you're a person that's chosen to work at a big company, and is having a very positive experience, you know, how can you find commonality with this woman? And it's okay, you know, it's okay to be different than a lot of the people there and still feel accepted. And I've just gotten such acceptance from all the women here that I just, I'm so honored to be part of it. Oh, it's so cool. And your perspective on leadership is really one that we need also from the side of managing a lot of people. So let's talk a little bit about that. You're in a heavily leadership role, especially strategy. It's all, you know, what's next for us. So in terms of leadership um, for you personally, what's next for you at GFK and not necessarily, you know, a role, but in your thinking when you're going home this next week, like what's, what's next for you and what's emerging in your mind as a a topic or a theme you want to think about a little bit more? Yeah. So, uh, the role that I'm in at GFK right now, I've been in for about a year and a half and it's a new role for me. And it's really about change management and defining the future focus of our business in the U S our U S portfolio is very different than other markets. We have a very different data portfolio that requires a different business model. And it's been very humbling for me because I spent most of my career being a doer, right? Building teams, leading lines of business, trying to bring digital techniques um, into a business that is relying more on self-reported data. And in this role, it's really, you know, What's been humbling for me and what I always bring back is I'm the type of person, you know, I I come up with these great ideas. I think they're innovative and I think, okay, this is great. Obviously this makes sense. We're going to win by doing this. Let's just do it. And what I take away from this conference and what I've learned is that I have to inspire other people with this message about change, Um, like talking about change and talking about why it's great and talking about why this strategy is the right strategy. And I did that a lot. You know, the first six to eight months in the role, is not enough because people have to feel that they're part of it and they fe- they need to feel that they're part of the team that's defining it. And that's been very humbling for me because I'm, you know, sort of used to coming up with something and doing it. So, you know, a lot of what I've tried to do at, at Wire Exec is, is to listen, is to be present, um, is to be humble, is to learn from others. And again, really create a space where people can feel part of the change as opposed to telling Telling people, we need to change, this is how we're going to change, and this is why we're going to change, that's not enough. You know, they have to be invested in it and, and feel part of it. So what is the danger? You are leading a lot of people, and let's say you do have a great idea, and you from the top down do it. We talked a lot today in there about how leader sets the tone, you know. So, you know, what is the danger, in your opinion, of just going out there and doing it and creating the innovative thing and getting everybody behind your idea as opposed to you know, giving the space for other people to jump in and 
have their idea and share, you know, what, 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 what do you think GFK would lose or what would the industry lose if we don't get more people sharing their ideas? Well, I think ultimately the um, ideas are not successfully implemented and, and I've experienced that. Um, you know, one of the things that that's very powerful is that when people aren't fully on board or they're not vested or they don't feel that they're part of this change that's happening, and, and again, I, I feel lucky to work in an industry and with people. I feel like we work in a pretty nice industry. Like people who work in market research tend to be pretty polite, pretty good natured, pretty respectful of each other, which I'm grateful for. But what you find is that there's always that meeting after the meeting. And so people might be telling you yes and telling you that they're on board, but behind the scenes they may not be. And they're talking amongst themselves and they're actually not taking the steps that, that need to be taken. So what my experience has been is that if, if you try to institute that top down, you're not going to be able to successfully implement. People will both um, actively and passively take actions that will thwart the change. <laughs> In celebration of the launch of this mini-series, it's time for yet another Badass Women giveaway. For this round, we've pieced together an incredible prize package full of amazing stuff you definitely want. Here's what's included so far. A Girl Power themed mug from Women in Research, an AYTM leather journal and pen, an AYTM t-shirt, some Little Bird Marketing swag items like a tote bag, pop socket, and diner mug, Pocket RBG Wisdom, a book of supreme quotes and inspired musings from Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and a Me To You Box care package, including a set of four earth-friendly reusable metal straws with a straw cleaner, a papaya-scented body wash-infused buffer sponge, a cute little box of inspirational message cards by the brand Life Is Beautiful, and a tube of Laritzy Cosmetics High Gloss Lip Gloss. You don't want to miss this giveaway, so go to littlebirdmarketing.com slash badasswomen and enter. This list of items keeps growing by the day, so make sure to keep checking the page for updates. Best of luck! Tacey Avedikian and I get to see each other at amazing conferences. She is my conference buddy. <laughs> we do have a good time. So she's with Dynata and she's here on the C-Track. So I wanted her to talk a little bit about what the C-Track is at Wire Exec Retreat. Yes, thanks so much. Um, so being a part of the C-Track is just an opportunity for women who want to advance in their career um, or have that kind of projection on their goals to sit in and listen and hear firsthand from those that have already made it to the top. Um, who've started their own businesses, and not just those who have made it and started things, but women who have succeeded in market research. And it's very inspiring and empowering to see all that they've overcome and done and what we could potentially be doing in the next five years or so. Yeah, it's, it's easy to find people you look up to and see them from afar, but hard to get up close and personal with them to understand their journey. So what have been some interesting things you've learned about um, people that are in the C-suite, you know, um, it, it being this close to them, how, you know, how, how, how have you changed your view of, you know, even your career path? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, and I think that it's the best part so far has been able to see that they are real. They're real people and they go through the struggles that I feel like, you know, I'm going through and they went through starting at the bottom and working their way up. So to be able to just even talk to them firsthand and hear how their experiences were and how they were able to persevere and rise to the top um, and know that I'm not alone in where I'm at now and that I can do it too, um, it's, it's great. 
Well, I super respect and admire you, but I think it's very funny that you have a mentor, uh, you know, which which explains, you know, a lot of why, you know, I feel like you're really connected and you, you do understand your resources. Um, but yeah, tell me a little bit about the mentor-mentee relationship. Yes, I've been so fortunate. I had, I've had two great mentors through the WIRE program, and I would highly recommend anybody um, to get a mentor, no matter what role you're in, um, if you're a part of WIRE, to apply, because both of my mentors kind of came from, you know, two different worlds in research, but we're all in the same industry, and they have been able to offer me so much guidance um, and opinions and just bring me back to reality when I'm all over the board, um, and it, it's it's been a, it's been great, and to just have those relationships to grow and use them as a network, um, not even just you know in our industry, but to have them as a sounding board for life, mm-hmm. um, it's been a lot of fun. Well, like Kristen Luck says, we're here to try and create a good old girls club and help each other out, so it's been super fun. Okay, I'm here with an old friend. Old friends are the best friends. That's right. <laughs> uh, super fun day so far at Wire Execs, so I'm going to let someone else talk. So introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Elisa Hamilton. I am the founder of Harvest Insights. This is my third year at Wire Exec. Well, Elisa, we get to see each other at all the Insight events, and so we do get to have a lot of chats about what's going on for us as uh, founders and uh, as leaders, not only in the industry, but also just managing our own company. So as a leader right now for you, what's actually emerging for you? Or what, what's a theme that you're thinking on? Or what are you learning about right now? Well, I think actually every year I come to this, I think what a privilege it is to be able to step away from the business for even just a few days and sort of set the tone and the focus for the rest of the year. Um, And so for me, last year was all about growth and growing the business. And then this year, it's more about honing um, what we do and doing it better, smarter, more efficiently, um, less about just like grow, grow, grow. (laughs) Um, And having a chance to just reflect on that a little bit and what that means and how to, you know, pull everybody in and get everybody kind of in the boat paddling in the same direction is such a gift. What did you think about one of our speakers today who said leader sets the tone? So as the leader, you're here and you're setting the tone by taking yourself away, like you just said, and thinking on it, reflecting and making a better plan. What did you think when she was speaking? I thought that she was great. I thought the leader sets the tone is such it's such a really simple way to think on a daily basis like what tone am I setting and what direction are we going and is that clear to everybody am I making that clear to everybody really in everything you do so it's just a good thing to to remember and kind of a mantra that you can even say yeah well what are you getting more clear about right now Oh, gosh. So many things. It's hard as a leader because I feel like you're pulled in a lot of directions and sometimes it's not really clear where you're going. And so a word that keeps popping into my head is uncertainty because you you as a leader, you always want to feel like you want people to see you and think you have all the answers. But 
we don't have all the answers most of the time. I mean, you heard it here first on Fundraising from the First. That's the dirty little secret. We don't have all the answers. But we do have good resources, and we've had a lot of talks we about do. this today to gain clarity, which is so cool about being able to, you know, go back and forth. Also with your peers, you yeah. know, you've been through a lot. I've been through a lot, so we can help each other with that clarity. And I did notice, you know, in one of our conversations when we had a breakout, you know, the clarity, the moment that you had for yourself, I can see how easily this is going to translate to your team. So what do you think is coming up for you? Like if you think about like what what's emerging for you and what you were thinking, how is that going to change your next quarter? Yeah, that's, <laughs> I think that the way it's going to change my next quarter um, is by being able to say no. Um, and I started this practice uh, maybe, I don't know, a few months back, and, I, and I'm going to reinvigorate it, but um, I did the Marie Kondo uh, oh, yes, Sparks Joy job. closet yeah, thing, so I did that in my ha- in my closet. I haven't done the rest of my house because I, I, like, that's a little much, but I did the closet. <laughs> that's a big step, um, and then I just thought, I'm going to bring this to my office, and there were a few clients that were, you know, maybe a little bit difficult and... Or they were having us propose a lot of things and a lot of options for things, and then they would never do anything. And so I started to just say, like, okay, we're going to, like, Marie Kondo them. And we would write the name on a Post-it note, and we would crumble it up, and we would say thank you and set it aside. And, like, okay, that is not a place where we should be spending our energy. Let's just say no to more so that we can say yes to the right things. Oh, I love that because there is a trade-off that we have. Um, You know, when you were talking about the entrepreneurship, and I agree, there is what I call the stunning discomfort of entrepreneurship, which is (laughs) constant, right? I love the stunning discomfort. That's fantastic. It's a great word for it. Yeah, but in that, so you basically decided then um, in things that are uncomfortable, instead of just feeling like this is happening to me, I'm going to take hold of this and I want to carve out a space where we can do work we really love. Yes. And so what what is it that sparks joy? So I can't wait to hear from you. I'll, I'll see you at the next show. <laughs> and we'll talk about what actually sparked joy. But I'm so glad you're getting that from um, our day today. Yes. Well, thank you. My good friend, Seema Vasa. First of all, you look amazing. And so do you. <laughs> As always. I love how we get to be casual and just ourselves here, but um, Seema is an amazing entrepreneur. She's also the uh, host of the podcast, Data Gurus, and uh, we love talking all things podcast, Yes, but we love talking about also you know, really just being alive, being mm-hmm. aware, being present with our families, mm-hmm. being present with our employees, being present for this industry. And here we are again at WireExec because we're showing up for our girlfriends. Um, so tell me what you're thinking as you're coming into many years of being here at WireExec. What, what, what were you thinking yeah. coming in this year? First of all, I was so grateful because I thought about the fact that I was, you know, was one of the early people that was part of the WireExec uh, conference. And just thinking about Every year that I came back, where I was mentally. And so when I came back to this year, I was so thankful that I had the opportunity to have this touchstone event to really take the time to think about where am I and where am I going? Um, It's a gift. And honestly, we all work together. We all compete together. We collaborate and we put it at the door and we really help each other and support each other. Mm -hmm. Um, For me personally, uh, you know, I think... 
there was a time in my life where I felt like, well, why do I have to push so hard? Why do, why do I have to do something that scares me every day? <laughs> like, who made that up? <laughs> um, I do want to kill that person. <laughs> but it, I have challenged myself a lot, and I'm really proud of the things that I've accomplished in this year, and I'm going to push a little harder this year, too. I love that, but I also think you're very quick to even remind me okay. to stop and really enjoy, and I, I love I love our camaraderie, too, about our kiddos, and you oh, know yeah. how we're always thinking about the time and how we need to be present for them, and as entrepreneurs, I think that's that's tricky. Yeah. You know, I talk a lot about the stunning discomfort of entrepreneurship, yes. and you are a, a serial entrepreneur yes. just like me, so as, a, as someone who always is looking for opportunity and really, frankly, very good at spotting mm. opportunity. Tell me about what you think is is next for you. And it doesn't have to be about a position mm. or or a next you know job, but what's maybe a next theme for you, a next mm. next thought? What's emerging for you as a leader? You know, it, it, it is, um, I think it's, and I don't mean to be, um, I don't want to brag or anything, but it's to accept the gifts that I've been given. And I think for a long time, I've been kind of, oh, it's no big deal. Oh, it's no big deal. And you know what? It's kind of nice to sit back and say, I kind of did some really cool things. Can we just take kind of out of that? Uh, Seema Vasa, you're a very big deal. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel silly to say that, but this was my big revelation. Like, why am I beating myself up? It's, I have a, I have a nice gift and why can't I embrace it and help others with that gift? Yeah. Well, you ha- do have an amazing amount of optimism yes. and energy. And um, I mean, you know, if, if we're missing that in the world, we're missing something. We need yeah. we need SEMA. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> don't don't so not show up, you know. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about, um, you know, there's nobody else here that I'm going to sit and chit chat yeah. about podcasting yeah. with. So tell me, what do you think that you and I and others who are podcasting in this industry bring to the table? Mm. What Why is it so important for us to be having conversations mm-hmm. like this? I think it's so important. Number one, I think... Um, we kind of level the playing field because not everybody gets to go to a conference and meet other people and learn from the content. So if you are somebody just starting out, if you're somebody who, you know, for whatever reason can't travel, content is coming to you directly. You can listen and learn at, at your rate and pace. And I think that's, we make it ubiquitous. There's no kind of, I don't know, um, classism, if you will, or hierarchy in terms of who gets to know information. So to me, that's the most important thing. And the second thing is, I think we're all really curious and we're asking tough questions. Mm -hmm. And we're going through a radical shift in our industry. And how are we all dealing with it? It's important. Why why not share? Mm -hmm. So what would you say to either a younger woman coming mm-hmm. into the market research industry at this point? Oh, and you could also reflect, what would you say to a younger you? Yeah. But either way, you want to take that. Um, it's, there is no shortcut. <laughs> I, I wish there was. I, I looked for a little bit, and I realized there is no shortcut. You have to do the work. But embrace it, enjoy it, and there's so much to be had. Um, And know what you want. I think one of the hardest things for anybody, regardless if you're coming into the industry or even where we are in in our career, it's hard to state what you want. And if you can do that, then you can navigate and create your own path. I find that to be totally true because even if I reflect on our personal relationship yeah. and our professional relationship, um, so many that I've met through Women in Research, yeah. which I'll give another plug, is free to join. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> um, it is, you know, every time I have been able to vocalize, hey, I need this, someone has appeared yes. uh, to bring it to me. Yeah. And there is this amazing openness 
in, you know, women in research. And obviously we're, we're playing at this level now where we're putting into it. We're paying for yeah. women, you know, in research, the exec, you paying know, forward. side of it. And we're paying it forward. But it's really open there for people, even at no yeah. cost. Yeah. So, you know... Uh, uh, being clear about what mm -hmm. it is you need. Can you think of like, you know, uh, a, a way to show someone how, how would they come to a women in research mm -hmm. event and how would they start a conversation with someone in order to very openly, clearly, plainly say what it is they need? Can you give somebody some advice sure. on that? I mean, I, I do think you have to do a little bit of research. You have to understand who you're asking something about, right? Like, don't come in cold. Do a little research. I indicate that you are vested in the process of the conversation and knowledge and um, understanding. And then I would really be clear about what are the questions you want to get answered. Like, people ask me all the time, how do you manage a career with children? It's a very common question. Or why did you start entrepreneurship? I'm thinking about it. What are the pros and cons? Like, delve, be curious. Like, ask the tough questions. Um, sometimes when people are really busy, like you and I, it'd be great to get a you know, the set of questions ahead of time. So we're not helping the other person trying to figure out what are the questions they're asking. We're actually helping them answer the questions. Okay, I don't know whether to laugh or cry, <laughs> but that's totally true. But right? I love that advice of coming prepared yeah. um, because there are so many of us in, in this sense of what we've, we've accomplished yeah. a lot in our life and we'd love to help other people, yeah. but sometimes they don't feel helpable because they don't come prepared with what it is yeah. they need. And I know that's hard for them to be put on the spot if I say to someone, well, what do you need? How can I help you? Right. But if they come prepared, mm -hmm. man, that's the opportunity, you know, huge. to get it to get it heard. Yeah. So, what's next for you on Data Guru? Oh, Priscilla, that's a good question. My goodness, <laughs> you've got to listen to Data Gurus. It's a great podcast if you haven't if you haven't gotten onto it. So You're go so go sweet. to Thank go you. anywhere you download your podcast. Go to Data Gurus. In fact, if you really love me, go give her a good iTunes review. Okay, <laughs> oh, and now, so what's next for Data Gurus? Um, you know, I, I just launched season two, as you know. Yeah. Um, co co like around Game of Thrones season, the final <laughs> season, as you mentioned, uh, you know, it's going to continue to evolve. I, I actually, as you know, I, I finally have gotten two sponsors, which is really nice. <laughs> Thank you for your help. Um, and we'll continue to, you know, as long as I can learn and interview people and bring knowledge and content to listeners, we'll continue to do it. Isn't it interesting? People think, oh, you know, it's uh, it kind of put us up on a pedestal running a podcast yeah. show. But I think what a lot of people don't realize is that we get all this crazy learning yeah. back from the interviews. It's huge. Um, yeah, it is yeah. really amazing. Yeah. So uh, is, is there any other podcast that you would recommend um, besides ours? <laughs> I mean, we, 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 we have a love fest, but yes. anything else, if you were, you know, uh, yeah. starting out in this industry, what else would you listen to? Uh, well, I think uh, the Happy Market Research podcast is great by Jamin Brazil. And I have to say, I love the EMI podcast. I love how Adam mm -hmm. and Brian just riff. They make me laugh a lot. Yeah, that's um, the IntelliCast if yeah, you haven't. Check, yeah. check that out. Yeah. You can check that out as well. Yeah. yeah. I was talking with Adam the other day and uh, just kind of diving into how they come up with their topics yeah. and things like that. But yeah, that's a great one too. Thanks for that suggestion. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. And I'll see you next year. Yes, for sure. Thanks, Priscilla. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Flock Stars. We'd love to hear from you. So be sure to give us a review and rating on iTunes or wherever you downloaded this podcast. From all of us at Little Bird Marketing, have a great day and happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.